0: Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2.
1: This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
2: Tonight on the show, Zach, we want to talk about when you've had to get an animal out of the house. Whenever an animal decides they're going to take shelter inside your house, it's always a fun day.
3: This is because of the story going around, the viral video. Mm. The girl's getting the rat out of the house. You haven't seen the video yet, Dom? I have not, no. How would you react with a rat in the house?
2: Uh, how big is the rat in this hypothetical?
3: Well, we'll take the same one as in the video. Maybe 15 centimetres long.
2: 15, that's a big rat.
3: Yeah, that's, that's pretty a big
2: considerable sized rat. Um, it's a biggie. Uh, where is the rat in this? Hypo- oh, sorry, just, I really need a mental image before okay. I can give you um, an answer.
3: In your bedroom.
2: In my bed, rat in the bedroom. Uh, <laughs> do you know what? I'd probably call, uh, who are the guys who get rid of them? the pest people. Your dad. <laughs> Get mum and dad in, uh, and they could shoe it out with a broom or something. Basically make it anyone else's responsibility, That's
3: right. how I'd react. Okay, what we're hoping for is better stories than that.
1: <laughs> Uniting shift workers all around Australia. This is Collective Noun. Dom,
3: I think you can learn a lot about someone by their internet search history.
1: This is Dom's Google history.
3: That's why we do this. Mm. I've been through your week of Google searches, picked yep. out my favourite three. We read them out on the radio, and you have to explain to the country why you Googled what you Googled.
2: Alright, well, uh, no memory of this week's as usual, so let, remind me what I Googled, Zach.
3: We have a good mix of early morning and normal time <laughs> Okay. Uh, Google. so, you know, they're going to sparse from life questions yep. <laughs> to just the everyday questions. Right. First question, Monday, 2.44pm. Why do people like rap music? It's a question Dom entered into Google. <laughs> that
2: was not PM, that was AM, mate. I remember going Oh, that, that was AM, yeah, that, was it? I might have mixed that up. Because uh, this morning, uh, I was going through my Facebook messages mm. in the early morning, and a friend... Who's that rapper everyone loves at the moment? I've forgotten his name. There's a
3: lot of them, mate.
2: Chance the Rapper. Yep. My friend had sent me a Chance the Rapper video, and he was saying how great it was. I had to listen to it. It's just. What did Google tell you? <laughs> Why do people like rap music? Yeah. It didn't actually give an answer to that question. Oh, just, really? Yeah. It just had a lot of uh, records about how good rap music's doing at the moment. What were
3: you hoping for?
2: I don't know, that it might explain, you know, like, hey, you, you don't like rap music? Here's why people do. There might be like a YouTube video or something on it. It's just not up my alley at all.
3: It's not like learning to like wine. <laughs> You're not learning to taste certain <laughs> things. Either you like it or you don't.
2: Yeah, well, I think I'm in the don't camp, apparently.
3: Second thing you Googled. Tuesday, 2.37am. Could I live in a hotel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've, you've wanted that before, haven't you? What are you asking? If it's legal
2: More is it doable? Of course
3: it is, if you have enough money.
2: Oh, yeah, but do they like, do you get a month in and they're like, all right, you've you've had your time now?
3: Why would they do that? They want to make money. They have someone (laughs) paying money every night. They'd be like, no, you want to stay for your whole life and pay us $200 a night? Sure. Wouldn't it be great? I think you'd get over it pretty quick.
2: (laughs) What do you mean? You'd have someone like cleaning your room every single day. You have room service available all the time. You're in a central location in the city?
3: Not necessarily.
2: Okay, well, you could get a... You
3: really want to do it because of the pancake machine, don't you? <laughs> In the lobby. <laughs> the buffet
2: breakfast every day. Yeah, you caught me.
3: Saturday at 12.33am. First date, help.
2: Uh... <laughs> uh, I'd rather not go into this one.
3: <laughs> My concern about this, right, is yeah. it sounds like it's a distress <laughs> message. <laughs> it sounds like when you call Triple O and you can't talk and you just text the few words you can, it's... First date.
2: <laughs> okay. Help. Well, I had a first date on Saturday. Now, congratulations. La- thank you, mate. My last first few dates have not gone particularly well, mm. and I basically wanted to see if maybe there were some pointers, some tips, some ideas on how I could do better on this first date. What did you find? Uh, some discussion topics, actually.
3: Yeah, you write them down in your phone, <laughs> did you?
2: <laughs> I did use some of them, actually. Some of the tips they gave me. And... What was
3: a good topic that you brought up that you found on Google? Uh,
2: it told me to ask her why she why she has a passion for what she does. <laughs> And uh, I asked that question it went well. Wow. And
3: yeah. afterwards she's like, man, you are so good at this. <laughs> and you're like, thanks to well, WikiHow.
2: <laughs> I've got a second date, Zach, so <laughs> this time next week you'll be reading out second date help.
1: <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
3: Dom, it is O Week around the country, which means uni is just about to go back. Mm. I was talking to my wife last week about her uni experience and she was telling me something that happened to her in a group assignment, Yeah, which led to maybe the greatest uni hack
2: Okay, well, this is really helpful, right? Because there would be people all over the country, students preparing for New Year of uni. If you can kick them off with a uni hack.
3: Dom, it's around group assignments, which is the bane of every uni student's existence. You and I actually met, Um, kind of, through (laughs) our first interaction ever was through a flawed group assignment.
2: I don't like bringing this story up because this was about a year or two before we properly met. Mm. Um, But no, what, what was it? I was in a class with you. And
3: you came to the first lesson yes. or the first class and they put you into a group with me yep. and you never came back, basically. So,
2: and then what, you had to do all the work?
3: I had to do the assignment on my own, which was new for me because usually I was the one letting down group assignments <laughs> and that's how bad you were.
2: It's funny though, because it's mirrored our working relationship. <laughs> ever since then, you still do the work. Yeah, and sometimes
3: just... you don't show up <laughs> physically and mentally. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. Oh, thanks, mate. Um... This is what happened to her, right? Yep. She gets put into a uni group yep. to do a group assignment, and you meet everyone, but they don't really do too much. It's just like at the end of a class, mm. they just say hello and everything well, like it's
2: that. that. It's that awkward thing because you don't... In school, when you're put in a group assignment, you know who the good kids are. You yes. know who the people you want to work with, but you don't know anyone in your uni. It's like it's random selection.
3: So it's at the end of the class, and they're just saying hello kind of thing. We'll talk about it next class. Yeah. Now, Sarah sees one of these people... Around the uni grounds. Yes. And she walks past her. And she's not looking for anything in particular. (laughs) But she thinks that, like, maybe the person will wave at least.
2: Right, because you now have an allegiance. You're now in something together.
3: So she's walking past her. No wave. Oh. Gets closer. No eye contact. Oh,
2: jeez. Nothing. Like, this is really weird. That person just has totally snubbed me. But, and and the interesting thing there is they've got 10 weeks left where they're going to have to work together. And no grounds. Yes. You can understand
3: that at the end of the semester where <laughs> so the group hates each other.
2: <laughs> but at the moment, they've just met each yeah, other. If you're starting off a group assignment with tension, I don't know, uh, like, well, you're going to end up in a really dark place.
3: They go to the next shoot. Yeah. She sees this girl. Yeah, She's thinking, like, is she going to explain the situation? Like, why does she hate me? What's going on? Yeah, This girl says to the uni group, I need to tell you guys something.
2: <laughs> that's dramatic.
3: I'm actually an identical twin.
2: <laughs> oh, that is amazing.
3: And if you see anyone who looks like me around campus acting weird, <laughs> it's probably my twin.
2: That is remarkable.
3: Now, it's impossible to know whether this is true or not <laughs> because you're never going to see the two people in the same room. Yes. It could well be true, mm. but if that's not true... Isn't that the greatest hack you can ever come up with? Because you're not
2: responsible for your actions.
3: (laughs) Exactly. No matter what happens, you can say, oh, no,
2: that was just my twin. And and if they start confronting you on something, saying, where were you last, shoot? Oh, sorry, no, that was my twin. It's the perfect excuse to
3: get out of anything. I'm wondering if you could extend that outside of uni. (laughs) Like, if the police were like, well, we actually have footage of you rubbing the bank. (laughs) Actually, (laughs) I think you'll find that's my twin. (laughs)
1: This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
4: This is Collective Nouns out of context news.
2: Making out of context news tonight. Bondi vet Chris Brown revealed that Donald Trump is going on. I'm a celebrity.
4: There's certainly going to be a little bit more, uh,
2: potentially a bit
3: more tension, but a lot more fun and, and something uh, something good for the, the ladies to look at. Also, Murray Carey isn't a fan of MKR.
2: Do you really think I watch that show? It's,
1: to quote my five-year-old son, it's Boeing.
2: And Angelina Jolie met Shane Warne.
0: He told me a really inappropriate joke. And I thought, what? And I left the room smiling.
1: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun
2: with Zach and Dom. Zach, we want to know on 131060, when have you had to get an animal out of the house?
3: This is out of a story, Dom, coming out of the US. Some college students over there, Mm. they had to get a rat out of their house. They've moved off to college by themselves, I yep. guess. They no longer have their parents to call on. They <laughs> yep. have a rat in the house, and they have to improvise how they're going to get it out. It's gone viral. You haven't seen the video, Dom. I haven't yet, no. Uh, we're going to broadcast a live reaction, because <laughs> it's actually a pretty amazing video of how they get this rat out of the so house. So what
2: they've strategized, they've kind of taken an Ocean's Eleven approach to this. They're working together.
3: Right. Uh, they got tools. Okay. They've got teamwork. Mm. Tell me what you think of this. Here we go. <laughs> Describe what you're seeing. Okay, so they don't like the bath. Oh, jeez, they've
2: set up like I'm a whole scared. obstacle course down the stairs. Okay, so they've scared the rat out of the bathroom. Now they're sweeping it down the steps. Oh, that is ingenious.
3: <laughs> Basically, they have set up at intervals away from each other. Yes. And each of them has a broom, and they're, it's like a hockey puck. They're <laughs> it passing is. it one to the other.
2: Yes, it's, it, they've set up different stations from the bathroom where the rat is to the exit of the house, and they, yeah, they pass one to the other down the stairs until it's out the front door. It's really smartly done. <laughs> I mean Are I you impressed watching that? <laughs> uh, look, I honestly think we might have seen the start of Mighty Ducks 2 there, or the, <laughs> the Mighty Ducks revival, because that was impressive teamwork.
3: It's a situation lots of people find themselves in. Mm. I know my friends had a possum come down the chimney.
2: Oh, yes. Possum in the house. Yep.
3: And uh, the only way you can get it out, well, this is how they figured, is they kind of tried to make like an artificial tunnel. So they got like blankets. Yes. And they hold it up to protect themselves and trying to confuse the possum into thinking that's a wall and like the wall's right. coming in. And so like you just got to try to trick them and then, it, you know, they finally got it out of the house kind of thing.
2: Because it's, it's interesting because we've had a possum down our chimney as well before and we were not as smart about it, right? Because you can't send it back up the chimney. No. Once it's It's down. not Santa. Yeah. <laughs>
3: It has to go out the front door.
2: Exactly right. Um, but it was a little bit of a dark scenario with us because we oh, didn't no. well, we didn't know the possum had come down the chimney. It was in the middle of summer and you don't really use the fireplace in summer. So it was that winter when we went to open the fireplace and took, I guess, the cage off it. we're like, oh, there's a dead possum now in the chimney. did it stink? Uh, there was a bit of a scent around.
3: <laughs> but I mean, around your room. That's pretty normal anyway. So your parents didn't suspect anything.
2: 131060, uh, Lee, how did you get an animal out of the house?
0: Um, well, it was a brown snake and it was oh, at the geez. front door of my, yeah, it was front door of my neighbour's house and she was quite beside herself. So she had little kids and no man around to kind of get rid of it. So I thought, well, I'll help out. Yeah, So I went and had a look and sure enough, it was about metre, metre, metre and a half long brown snake. Now Lee, do you know your snakes and, well? Well, I have done a little bit of research on snakes and spiders. Okay. So, and I, I'm actually pretty sure I Googled it just to make sure, just to see right. if it, if it was dangerous or whatever, yep. you don't want to snake around um, anyway. No, of course. So, um, yeah, I just got um, like a long stick, the sick things with the claw on the end. Yeah. Wait, wait, what and, do you mean? Um, where I did th- you have that? <laughs> Oh, well, that was in – see, my mum has bad knees and stuff, so we had – she's got it to pick things up off the ground. So <laughs> oh, okay, I was, yeah. wow. That's like,
2: you've MacGyvered the situation. <laughs> yeah. You've got everything you need to be a snake catcher. So, so hold on. The moment you knew it was a brown snake, you still thought, I'll go ahead and, and DIY this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, mean, I thought, I'll have a look and see if there's any um, snake wranglers in the area. Yeah. and I didn't really turn up much, and I only had a couple of minutes to kind of search because – Kind of moving around and we didn't know what it was going to do. <laughs> grabbed it with this stick. Yep. And everyone was standing back and just kind of, you know, stressing out. All right, I got it. I just walked it across because we lived in a bush area. Yep. And I just chucked it over the fence in the bush and we just kind of. <laughs> wow. Lee's
3: a national hero, Dom. He is. He's, if that happened to me, yes, the snake owns the house now. <laughs> That's the situation <laughs> would be. It'd be like, okay, I see what's happened here. You now own all I have and I start again.
1: <laughs> Uniting shift workers all around Australia, this is Collective Noun.
3: If you've listened to the show before, and by before I mean last year, <laughs> you know that each week we ask, beg, nay, plead, mm. for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, <laughs> a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet.
2: And all you got to do to get on to the Collective Noun Forum, Zach, is go to iTunes, search for Collective Noun in the podcast store, leave a five-star rating, which is your ticket, your admission price, into the forum. Then you can write whatever you want.
3: We have been widely criticized that this segment is just a way to get five-star reviews. (laughs) Incorrect. (laughs) I reject
2: that. (laughs) It's rubbish. And in fact, you know what those claims are derogatory? They're almost defamation. It's like saying to Disneyland, Mm. your park
3: only exists for people to go on the best rides in the world. Yes. That's an outcome? That's not what we're striving for.
2: But we're happy for people to go on the best rides in the world. Exactly. That's we? what I'm
3: saying. We're happy to get five star reviews. Right. But that's not what we're aiming for. That's not the sole reason.
2: Well we've got a few to get the to. The reason exact...
3: is to bring happiness into the world.
2: Uh, 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 you know what? And isn't that the, the whole mission statement of collective now? <laughs> yes.
3: That's what I've got on my tattoo. I can't wait for you to get the same one.
2: Uh, so we're starting with CMS089, who uh, wants to say a bit of a welcome back, sack and addresses something we spoke about about a month ago, I think, on the show. I uh, mentioned that I have I, I grade my shirts. I've got my A graders, my B graders, my C graders, mm. and uh, CMS is saying that I need more A grades uh, because I don't have enough of them, essentially.
3: Yes, we've talked extensively about your shirts, Dom. Mm. You only own T-shirts. You never wear anything else. Yep. And even at our Christmas party last year, you wore, it was quite a formal event and you just wore a suit jacket over a t-shirt in a classic nineties comedian <laughs> fashion.
2: I thought it looked good, didn't it?
3: I, I love the bits you did about airplane food <laughs> and the difference between men and women.
2: No, um, but that, that kind of t-shirt with a, I was going to wear that on a date on the weekend. T-shirt with a blazer. You're planning that coming up? Yes. Yeah, so Are you saying that's not a good move? The, the t-shirt and, and suit jacket? Um, no, not in general. Okay. I think in,
3: I think like I'm not ruling it out completely. Mm. I don't think you do that for the date this weekend.
2: Okay. What do you reckon? What do you, should we chat about that later or do you want to give me tips now?
3: You need more options than t-shirts. <laughs> That's generally what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> uh, We've also heard from VRB19, uh, Zach, who is listening to the podcast in Canada and uh, wants to say that they've been binge listening since December and has just caught up. Apparently, they love my singing, my Google History segment, and my crazy laugh. Uh, so, look, I'm glad that I can just provide that much entertainment. Your
3: Google History is on often. Yes. Uh, so is your laugh. Your singing mm. is my question. How often has that been on the show?
2: Uh, we haven't done it much. Uh, I sung Adele last year. That happened. Right. Um, I, can't, I don't really know what other times I've sung.
3: Maybe we should bring it in a little more. <laughs> <laughs> We'd do song, uh, Dom sings the Song of the Week. <laughs> It's just a serious segment. It's not for...
2: (laughs) Uh, Look, you know what? If we were brainstorming ways to kill all the listeners of the podcast, that would be right up there. It would so quickly drop off after that. Yeah. And uh, also a shout out to Mike uh, with numerous I's, K's and E's in that name. Uh, I guess the original M-I-K-E was probably taken in the iTunes store. He's left a review. Uh, Carly0707. Says, good on you, Zach, for trying vegetarian food. Well, you mentioned you've been flirting with vegetarianism. That's right. Uh, Thank parent, you, Carly. Well, she says she's tried some new places, like, so vegan-only food. And she's found it to be very good. So, you know what? You're not in it alone.
3: Well, I told you earlier tonight, Dom, Mm. that I made some uh, rice paper rolls myself tonight. You did. And you told me that you weren't interested in hearing about it.
2: (laughs) You know what? My my position has not changed.
3: You had your spaghetti bolognese. (laughs) I did. um, Where it's really more technically speaking, you had a bowl of cheese with a little (laughs) bit of... (laughs) <laughs> a little bit of bolognese and oh, that is, pasta.
2: That is so true. How did you know that? Have you seen me have it before? No, you've told me many uh, times yeah. how much
3: cheese you have on spaghetti Half and a, packet. <laughs> a
2: family of family pack as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely.
3: You're not a family. <laughs> that's the indicator that that's not appropriate for you.
2: Half a family pack, though. It could be half a family. You're not half a family either. What's half a family? Two people. Okay.
3: I think when people usually say family pack, yep. they're working off the assumption of four. That's okay. what that means. Right.
2: Well, uh.
3: How much cheese do you eat in one day? Uh, oh, average day.
2: Average day. Uh, look, it really varies. Today I had a big cheese day. Um, I, I had probably half a block just uh, as afternoon tea and then a lot with my dinner as well. <laughs> big cheesy day. I may, I'm not done yet.
3: <laughs> okay. If I ask you how much cheese have you had today and you yeah. answer in any reference to a block... <laughs> That's too much cheese. <laughs> we're not measuring yeah. cheese in blocks. That's <laughs>
2: not where we're at. I do need to cut down my cheese intake. You're 100% right on that. And How do you eat the block? <laughs> With a peeler. You peel it off slice by slice. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, I know it's a little. You know what? Sometimes you a don't. A cheese re- peeler or a fruit peeler? Uh, a cheese peeler. Sometimes okay. you don't realize you've got a problem until you, you vocalize it. Okay, so now I, I feel like I've learned my With mistake. With crackers? Oh, no, no, just just straight cheese. Just raw. Yeah. Just have a, give it to me. You know, I'm not interested in any of these fancy, some people have apricots and like Mm. uh, a a paste on the side. No, just the cheese.
3: Yeah. Just dig into it. When people are having like apricot and paste on the side, Mm. they're not having (laughs) (laughs) coon tasty. (laughs) That's like proper cheese.
2: Uh, we've also heard from Mr. Andy Roo on the forum. Zach, uh, he see he wants to know where the Facebook comments game was last week, and this might be a bit of a chance to take you behind the scenes of the Collective Now podcast.
3: Uh, let's pull up the mic next to us. Mm. Um, well, Michael, our producer usually runs fat. Yes. Um, good on you, Andy Roo, for noticing that that wasn't there. Yep. And, Michael, isn't it nice that someone noticed that the Facebook comments game wasn't around?
4: That's probably the first time anyone's noticed me, to be honest.
2: Yeah oh, well, isn't
4: that nice?
2: That is. It's a bit nice, a bit sad. But you, you weren't here, Michael, last week. That's the secret as to why there was no Facebook comments.
4: No, I was actually away for a week. I went... Literally to the other side of the world. Just mm. to get away from you guys. I know. Yeah. But you're back now. So are we like
2: to say where you are? Yeah, was that- 100%, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you went uh, into the jungle for I'm a celebrity to get me out of here? Well, I wasn't one of the celebrities. No. <laughs> I tried. You played Casey Oliver <laughs> for the week. Great great performance as well. No one
3: even noticed it. wasn't really her. And I think that's the <laughs> the sign of a true professional.
2: No, you're just such a big fan of the show that well, you went over to see the <laughs> sides to see how it all works. Is that how it
4: works? I-, I popped in for a behind-the-scenes visit to yeah. uh, have a look around. Yeah, right.
3: You are filming some stuff. That's I was, a real- yeah.
4: I was. Working as a producer, but some behind
3: uh, the scenes sort of gear. Exactly. Um, what was the highlight?
4: Uh, I saw lions eating an impala, which is like an African antelope. Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, was I, awesome. I, well, I've seen David Attenborough documentaries too, so I feel like <laughs> I feel like I've been there.
4: Okay.
3: So African animals, safari. What mm-hmm. was the best animal?
4: Um probably giraffes. Yeah, they walk I was going to really say that. Interestingly, the way their sort of head counterbalances the rest of their body.
3: And when I say I was going to say that, it's not that I've seen them. It's I <laughs> assume the giraffe would be the most
4: interesting one. Definitely, yeah. Right. Elephants as well.
2: Do you see any see any of the celebrities? You mean I saw, um who is
4: Tom Tom Arnold? Is that his name? Yeah. I yeah. saw him from a distance because he would okay. just been kicked out when I was there. Right, yeah. okay. And so he was doing his press junket stuff down, down in the distance. So this- you saw all the usual things in the jungle. You saw an <laughs> elephant, a giraffe, and Tom Arnold. <laughs>
2: and, uh, uh, what about uh, the, the Bondi vet and Julia Morris? Yeah, you, you know that?
4: what? I'm really straight, but he's like an, a very attractive man. Yeah. Like, he's probably Australia's hottest male. I'm yeah, calling I it I think it would be up there. Jeez, yeah. I
2: mean, him and I would be neck and neck, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: He didn't say that. He said, oh my goodness, you work with Dom Faye? I looked at him for style tips. His t-shirt so look is prime. Let, who am I describing out of you two?
3: <laughs> Muscly, square jaw, you know, great smile. Which um, one? Is
2: that the one I've had? <laughs>
3: No, is that him or
2: you? That'd be him, wouldn't that'd, it be? That'd be him, <laughs> Uh One last uh, review on the forum this week, Zach. We've heard from one of the regular contributors to the forum, Natalie Puemoji has returned for 2017. Yes. Um, Natalie Puemoji wants to address something that happened with us last week, uh, Zach, about uh, me coming out of a, a bit of a medical procedure. I was under anesthetic for this procedure, Zach, basically confirming whether or not I'm a celiac. And in that process, I sent you some messages, which you put on our Collecting an Instagram story.
3: That's right, Dom. You were out of it. You mm. were sending me some weird stuff. You kept asking me if we were still on for dinner. Yeah. Um, We didn't have a dinner planned. No, we
2: didn't. We don't often do dinner either. That's not a regular thing that, that you and I do.
3: No, although we see each other every night.
2: <laughs> we do. Uh, but normally post-dinner. Um, I'm your after-dinner treat, is what I like to say. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I would never put it in those words, but (laughs) if you would like to, Uh,
2: well, Natalie poo emoji wants to take issue with one particular thing that I said in that message, Zach. Yes, which is that I used the phrase "brb" when I was uh, going away for a little while. Now she says, "I think
3: that's the effect of the drug storm because." Mm. You never have used that before. No,
2: I'm not a user of BRB. Uh, I've also let go GTG. Uh, (laughs) And this is what Natalie wants to address. She says that this is MSN language from 2008 Mm. and that nobody uses that anymore. But what a great era. Uh, (laughs) Well, the best era, really. Um, You can't beat it.
3: If anyone doesn't know what MSN was, Mm. firstly, I feel sorry for you. Mm. But secondly... It was the greatest thing to ever grace the internet.
2: Oh, I loved MSN. You'd put your, your crush's name or your initials in your description. Remember that? Did you ever do that? I
3: remember doing a description. I don't know if I ever put my crush's name <laughs> in it.
2: Yeah, okay. Probably I Probably
3: played it a little cooler. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to come off as <laughs> clingy.
2: So basically, Natalie wanted to know if I normally use BRB um, to you, or whether that was just the drug-induced state. And I think we can say it was the drug-induced state on this one.
3: Yeah, you regressed to back to your MSN days. I
2: did uh, back to two thousand and eight, and not only that issue either. Yeah, a few things.
3: (laughs) You also told me your crush. Worked out well.
2: <laughs> uh, look, that does wrap up the forum for this week. Zach, if you do want to get on the Collective Noun forum and join in, all you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes, leave a five-star rating, write whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out on the show.
1: Uniting Uber drivers all around Australia. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
2: Uh, Zach, that's just about all we've got time mm. for tonight. Before we go, though, uh, I was in my local corner store this morning, and I saw uh, a sale they had on i got to say, I think it's one of the lazier, um, probably more ambitious sales that I've seen.
3: Corner stores are great for sales, Dom, because mm. they're often not really big companies. Yes. Because when you have, you know, your big Coles, your Woolies and stuff like that. Yes. I think it comes from the top, the sales. I don't think the local stores can pick what sales they have. So, yes. therefore, you know, they're quite regulated. A management,
2: the cor- yeah, a management team has put this sale together. They've yes. done
3: advertising. But in the corner store, yes. that's just, you know, uh, Bill and Liz. <laughs> Who are coming up with the sales themselves.
2: Right. So what do you think of this, right? Uh, today is what? The the 20th of February. That is 57 days since Christmas. Yeah. I saw candy canes on sale. Now, 57 days after Christmas, what kind of discount do you think you should be getting on candy canes at this stage?
3: Well, I know the big stores yeah. in the days after Christmas. Slash them, don't they? You're going 70, 80% off.
2: Exactly. So you can imagine my shock in late February to walk into a corner store and see them selling candy canes for 20% off. <laughs> Not enough. $6 down to $4.80 for a pack of candy canes.
3: Um, And it's obvious that they still have them. (laughs) Yes. Halfway through February that that hasn't been a good deal.
2: Well, I'm just wondering, are they slashing 10% every month, right? You know what I mean? It was 10% off in January, 20% this month. By the time it gets to next Christmas, they can just tighten them back up again. Well, how...
3: You know, how long until candy canes go off? How long do they mm. last? And I know that you would know that They're because b- <laughs> you would be a big consumer of candy canes. They're
2: pretty much pure sugar. So uh, all I know is I, I occasionally will eat candy canes from previous Christmases. Mm. So they've got a few years in them. I mean, maybe this is their strategy. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's that's smart. what I'm asking
3: though. Why would you even discount them if that's an issue? Why that's don't you just true. keep them to the next Christmas?
2: Yeah, that's true. I think we've just sold <laughs> consumer products. Did you buy them? Uh, I didn't buy them today, but I have certainly <laughs> made a mental note. Candy Cane's $4.80 at the What'd corner store. What would you get store. instead? Uh, I got a twirl. Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Any discount
2: there? <laughs> no, that was full price. <laughs> uh, that is what we got time for. How did you know I bought something?
3: I know that you love to buy a treat <laughs> down at the corner
2: store. Uh, look, we'll be back tomorrow night from 11pm. If you want to hear the whole podcast, search for Collective now on iTunes. You can download it there. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. <laughs>
1: Collective Noun, grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.